Hello and welcome to Soul Self, where we talk all things energy, consciousness, trauma healing, mindset manifesting, and more. Prepare to turn your pain into medicine and inspiration so you can be in alignment, living your purpose, having juicy relationships, and lush abundance. To stay up to date, join my newsletter at bloomshucky.com and make sure to browse some of my other offerings. Hi, new and returning beloved sisters. I'm so excited for today's episode, talking all about my favorite and underrated goddess, Lalita. So before we get into that, I want to talk about ways to connect with your inner goddess and why doing the work is so important. We all have goddess energy within us, whether we're aware of it or not. Because we all have the masculine and feminine energies. So the feminine is the yin or the shakti. And the masculine is the yang or the shiva. And the goddess energy is on a rise right now in the world. Because we need her more than ever. And this goddess energy can also be referred to as Gaia or divine feminine. Um even yin and shakti, it all refers to the goddess energy within us. And in order to ensure that we're balanced and find success in all aspects of our life, it's really important to learn how to work with this energy. When there's an imbalance of this, it can lead to burnout, fatigue, or just overall dissatisfaction in your life. Because masculine energy shows up as action, rationality, and strength. And in our current society, there's a high importance paid to our masculine qualities. However, being on the go, 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 so career oriented and focused on a destination rather than the journey, it doesn't really complement, you know, the goddess energy, the yin and yang, because one can't function without the other. So you connect and restore the balance with the goddess energy by making time for yourself, learning to receive and accept, and organize and declutter your space. When I say make time for yourself, I'm not talking about binge watching another episode. I'm talking about rekindling your relationship with your inner self. And this can be a couple minute check-in with your body doing a body scan Maybe asking yourself, what do I need right now? Or maybe it's just going on a walk for a couple hours by yourself. Whatever it is, make sure to add it to your schedule. Don't give up on this thing to do other things that are, quote, necessary and much needed. Um, At first, you might feel like you can be doing other better things with your time and be more productive. But in the long run, this is definitely going to help other aspects of your life. And soon enough, it'll become a necessity. You'll see for yourself, trust me, because you actually find yourself being a lot more efficient in completing other tasks when you're a little more focused on doing your inner work. And that's just the power and beauty of the inner goddess coming through. So next, learning to receive and accept I think it's really easy to get caught up in always thinking about how you can provide value and give to others, 
But it's equally as important to be grateful when someone provides value to us. And remembering that you can't fully give until you learn how to receive and accept. So the next time someone compliments you, don't just brush it off. Open your heart, let them in, and let them know how much you appreciate it. And say thank you. Um, I think... Similarly, don't be afraid to ask other people for help. Generally, people like being helpful and it also kindles a sense of purpose within them. So channel your inner goddess. Um, the last thing is to organize and declutter your space. So our physical space is an outpicturing of our mind, our inner world. And it's so important that no matter... How many things are on your to-do list to have clarity, set intentions, and be really clear on absolutely what must get done? So all in all, when beginning this divine work of immersing yourself in the goddess, there's two points of guidance I have. One, honor, embody, and embrace the goddess archetypes. And I'll actually talk about goddess archetypes in another podcast in a couple weeks and two is to honor your inner goddess your inner divinity because you're as powerful and radiant as you view the goddesses to be the more you learn about them you'll see they work through you with each breath you take and we are mirrors for the goddesses work taking place in our lives and each of us is powerful, radiant, and connected to our grand alchemy within rooted that's our divine masculine and feminine. You know, like the goddesses, they work with us to remind us of these truths that are deep within our core, that are just waiting to be activated, acknowledged, and alchemized. The goddesses whose stories make your heart skip a beat that set your soul on fire and hit a spot deep within your core, they're here to ignite that within you, to ignite those senses of remembering, feeling, and embracing those aspects within your soul because the goddess is within you and you within her. Now the moment I've been waiting for. Let's get into Lalita Tripura Sundari. Lalita means soft, or playful. Tripura is of the three worlds. Sundari is beautiful woman. And so she's the beautiful goddess of the three worlds. She's the goddess of desire. So all about sacred sensuality and sexual power. She shares this feeling, this delight and joy that's really sacred and really reminds us that pleasure is a portal for our awakening. Lalita reminds us to not suppress our sexual energy or to be scared of it. And she really represents erotic awareness. She actually inspired um, Tantra and Tantric sex. She's a goddess that all the gods worship. And I really love her because she really reminds me that it is the divine to desire. And that my sexuality is sacred and that I'm a sensual goddess. 
So if you're calling in more sacred sexuality, erotic spirituality, Lalita is your go-to girl. And I also have a Lalita playlist that I made. So I will link that on my Instagram and also on the notes for this podcast. But definitely check it out. Amazing sexy time. Do some conscious twerking. So twerking is actually a really sacred and feminine art that's existed since the beginning of time. It has nothing to do with trying to be sexy or seductive, but it's about tuning into your body, getting rooted in your body. And back in the day, women actually used to belly dance and stuff to bond with one another. Um, I highly recommend belly dancing as well. Twerking and belly dancing per my instructor, are actually very opposites in the way you move your body. Um, She's actually an amazing instructor, and I will link her Instagram in my notes. So you can definitely refer to that. She has some quick, easy little dances that you can practice and build up on. And um, just doing like hip circles or shimming and stuff it helps to open up our root chakras and this is where a lot of times we hold our fears and doubts so by moving our hip area which is where women we hold on to our emotions we're actually breaking that apart which is a really good thing so some other ways to tap into lalita energy is doing womb or pussy or yoni work. Um, Yoni is actually the Sanskrit word for pussy or vagina. I like using that because it's just so much more sacred and beautiful, but definitely refer to it as what feels right for you. So you can do breath work. You can do things around your menstrual cycle, maybe being free of bleeding with bleeding rituals not wearing a powder tampon, but period panties, or maybe using a cup and saving your blood to do a little bit of blood magic or rituals. Um, You can also use yoni eggs. Yoni eggs are so powerful for clearing up sexual trauma and also any past lover's energies. I highly recommend using a jade egg first and then progressing to a rose quartz, then a carnelian, and lastly a black onyx to really cut all the cords of past lovers from your womb space. And I'm really big on yoni eggs because it's really important that us being women and the vessels for our children to come through in order for a fuckboy that we got with when we were younger for that person's energy and karma to not come onto our children to really clear it out um and then next thing is maybe even like stroking your inner thighs and just getting really sensual and in your body stroking a rose on your skin giving yourself a breast massage, um, maybe eating chocolate while lounging in bed in a silk robe or adorning your body in oils and rose water, just self-care like baths and rituals. 
anything that makes you feel sensual is Lalita energy. So in essence, it's all about connecting to your yoni, which actually translates to portal between two worlds. Now, if Lalita was a chakra, what would she be? Sacral chakra, which is orange, because it's all about sensuality, pleasure, desire, love, play, and delight. And she would most likely be wearing orange or red lingerie and embracing her body, her temple, from head to toe, belly fold, cellulite, and all. And I thought it was interesting what a typical day would look like for Lalita. And I imagine it to be she wakes up peacefully and strokes her inner thighs while breathing into her heart, being grateful for a brand new day. She begins turning herself on and begins to stroke her breast, giving herself a healing tantric breast massage. She may go into full self-pleasure mode if the vibe is right. She's not attached to orgasm and that's not the reason why pleasure is herself, but it's to awaken pleasure within her body and going about her day in this turned on state and... Another thing I want to throw in is that I actually don't like saying good morning because mourn, like what are we mourning, you know, like mourning the death of someone. I like saying good morning because it's a brand new day and any chance you can get to moan, moan. If I'm in public eating something that's really good, I will moan. If I have some kind of sensation that feels really good, moan. Moaning is so important and I remember when my mentor told me that I found that to be so weird and then it hit me like I tried it out and it felt amazing. I just fell in love with so many aspects of life like sitting in my car with you know when the car is clean and a full tank of gas like oh how fucking sexy is that you know. Okay moving on to Lalita's day. Um, she might play music and dances freely, circling her hips and her chest. She drinks on indulgent reishi coconut rose chai elixir and practices the splits and pelvic thrusts. She meditates on her jade egg, practices a ritual to connect with her womb and inserts it into her body. She might do a yoni steam. I will actually have a podcast dedicated to yoni steaming and yoni eggs all about yoni care <laughs> um but yeah so lalita would go about her day creating and staying and slaying from a place of yoni power and she's always connected to her womb as her sensual way of just moving about her day she comes home takes a bath practices breath work strokes her body luxuriously, oils herself like she would a lover, and awakens the pleasure within her own body. Because it's all about connecting back to your own heart. She looks at her phone and there's dozens of men texting her, but she doesn't bother because she knows that she doesn't need a lover or anyone else 
to make her feel sexy or to give her pleasure. It's all within. It's really important to notate that sensuality is not the same as sexuality because the word sensual means to be in touch with your senses. So when you're swaying your hips, eating something delicious, staring into the eyes of a friend or a lover, that is sensuality. And sensuality is related to the sacral chakra, whereas sexuality is more related to the root chakra. So Lalita is a combination of both, but she's not wild primal sex. That's more Kali energy. Um, we could talk about that another time. But Lalita is about making true sacred love and allowing your love to just spread throughout your body and healing all of humanity. She is making your sensuality and sexuality your spiritual practice. And I think it's interesting that Lalita is the most suppressed goddess, yet it's what society needs the most. So she really represents the parts that we've suppressed. Many of us grew up believing that it's not spiritual to have desire, to want to have sex. And even in Buddhism, it's about letting go of all desires. However, mind you, Lalita did inspire Tan tantra tantric sex and tantra says that our desire is divine so tantra says that we can't let go of our desires because the more we suppress them the more we're going to be ruled by them and if you look at islamic countries where prostitution drugs and partying is an all-time no-no it's like the country with the highest rates of it and I actually grew up Muslim, so I really resonate with that because it was highly suppressed. And then it's like letting a dog out of a cage and they just go wild. But anyways, so we humans, we have desire. It's part of our DNA. And it's really important to work on ourselves spiritually to become aware of these desires, where they go, what roots them. And as we grow spiritually, our desires will too. So it's not out of selfish or egoic needs, but from a true unity, connection, and awakening perspective. It's my belief that the things that we desire are actually desiring us back because they are somehow related to our purpose or in Sanskrit, our dharma. And it's time to rewrite the story about desire and realize that our desires are divine and it's guiding us to our purpose, our dharma. Another thing is that our sexuality is our life force because we all have one thing in common and that's that we all come from sex. There's not one person here on this planet that didn't come from sexual energy. In fact, it's the most powerful energy we have and it's literally created every single one of us. So sexual energy has been used for spirituality and manifestation for centuries. And the book Magdalene Manuscripts about Mary Mag Magdalene and Yeshua Jesus, um, their love affair is actually really beautiful in sharing about the power of sexuality. It literally fueled him 
with the ability to create miracles. And this is why the church became fearful about the sexual energy and wanted to contain it. Therefore, they made sex seem like it's a bad thing. Mary Magdalene was considered a whore and women were supposed to be more like Virgin Mary. And this is where the complex arises, where men are conditioned to see women in two categories. Either love them or you fuck them, but not both. And this is exactly what the patriarchy wants. Women to be afraid of their powers. And it's really time for us women to awaken our sexual power and reclaim what has been stripped from us. Because you can give self-pleasure and manifest like nobody's business. Our sexual energy is the most potent energy we have. It literally creates life. You can create whatever you want. Have the house. Have all the money in the world. The job the love, whatever it is, when you climax. Um, I actually, if you want to know more about that, you can definitely schedule a coaching session with me all about orgasmic manifestation. Um, but never ever waste an orgasm. And not only does this create physical life, But it brings ideas to life. So call it in, goddess. Call it in. And it's so important to not just have sex with anyone and everyone. I don't know why our hookup society is as it is. But it's so important to know how sacred you are. Because you can bless a man. And you can tell that if a man has been with the wrong types of women. Women who have no sense of self-love and self-care, they can literally flip that man's life upside down. But that's a topic for another day. Um, I wanted to provide some prompts for you because self-reflecting, journaling is really powerful in having self-realizations and it's a really powerful healing technique. So I'm going to provide some prompts and then a ritual to honor and invoke Lalita Tripura Sundari. So some sexuality and sensuality prompts are what makes you feel sexy? When do I feel connected to my sensuality? What does the word sensuality mean to me? What comes up when I hear the word sexuality? Some self-love prompts. What do I love about myself? What do I love about my body? What turns me on? And what do I desire? Some sexual history prompts. What did I grow up learning or not learning about sex? When did I first find out what sex was? What were the emotions around sex growing up? Shame, disgust, fear. What was my first sexual experience like? 
What are some positive sexual experiences I had in my life? What are some negative ones I had in my life? Have I done the healing work around them? And this can include therapy, energy healing, coaching. And if you haven't done the work, I am a coach and healer. This is my specialty. It's my passion. It fulfills me. So if you resonate, then definitely DM me or email me and we can further discuss things. What was my relationship with sex like in my childhood? Teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. What is my relationship with sex like today? Some yoni prompts are, what is my relationship with my yoni like? How do I feel about my menstrual cycle? What practices do I do to connect with my yoni? Am I open, curious to connecting with my yoni more? What emotions come up when I think about connecting with my yoni? Have I ever practiced yoni steaming? Is it interesting? Have I ever worked with a jade egg, a yoni egg? Is it calling? Does it resonate? So some prompts on pleasure. When did I first begin pleasuring myself? What is my self-pleasure practice like today? How do I feel about orgasms? How do I feel post-orgasms? What emotions show up for me? Am I open experiencing new avenues of self-pleasure? Am I still pleasuring myself the same way I first did as a teenager? So we actually create neuropathways. So most people pleasure themselves the same way they used to when they were a teenager and being afraid of getting caught. So like rushing, being quiet and secretive about it. But it's really important to just be open. So I have another set of prompts and this one is on desire. So what do I desire sexually? What would make sex better for me? What would I like more of in my self-pleasure practice? What would I like more of in my sex life? What do I fantasize about? Lastly, here is a beautiful sacred ritual you can conduct to honor Lalita and tap into her energy. You can purchase the following items on Amazon or Etsy. And they include Lalita incense, 108 red rose petals, red tapered candle, pink dead sea salt, 
and pink sweet success powder so you want to have a fire safe dish or plate and you're going to light your red tapered candle with intention so intention to connect with your sensuality to invoke the energy of lalita and once you light it you're going to flip it upside down to get a little bit of wax in the center of your dish or plate that way you can stick the tapered candle and it'll stay put then you put each rose petal onto the plate one by one reciting lalita's mantra which is calle larim hasa kalarim sa kalarim so you are going to say this 108 times and i'm sure you can find a youtube video just input lalita's mantra and you can chant along with it and then in due time it'll come to you as second nature so you can stop here allow it to burn down or take it up to the next level which is the full ritual in which you have your bath ready and you can put your desired amount of the pink dead sea salt and the pink sweet success powder to your liking and desire and before stepping into the water you are going clockwise with your hands in the water three times setting intention that as i step into this water i will be renewed and tap into my divine sensuality and you want to have that plate nearby so that you can pour the 108 rose petals in there as well and watch the candle burn down and that is the ritual so i hope you guys enjoyed this and my sincere apologies if there was a lot of background noise as my neighbors are having their trees cut down and we also have construction going on but I know there was like a lot of information so if you have any questions or you want to see how I do any part of the ritual anything of that nature definitely reach out to me I'm <clears throat> ooh, I'm more than willing to go ahead and showcase that so until next time be well and be safe beauties Hope this was insightful and you're feeling empowered. I would appreciate if you could do an Apple podcast review. It takes less than 15 seconds. Forward and share this with anyone you feel would benefit. Tag me on Instagram and I will talk to you soon.